0: In 1954, the first time that a nuclear submarine ever reached the lower depths, it awakened something. It awakened talk.
1: Captain, we have a proximity alert. With the planet geekery. we are approaching collision.
0: Quicks, get somebody on the comms. Enter in the security code. Two, five, seven.
2: Security code
0: accepted. Hello devoted geeks and welcome to part 1 of episode 20 of ComTalk, the podcast extension of Geek Devotions, the YouTube show from a couple of devoted geeks that are devoted to letting people know that they are loved. I am Dallas and sadly Celeste can't be with me today, but she does send her best wishes as we continue our journey in King, and King, of, the King the of the Monsters Today's episode is part one of our conversation on Godzilla from 2014 with our friends from Retro Rewind Podcast. Well, at least half of the team. You see, Retro Rewind Podcast is a podcast ran by our friends Francisco Ruiz and Paul powers And uh, we're actually separating the team into two separate portions. And uh, Paul's going to be with us next week. But this week we have Francisco and his bride, Christy Ruiz. And we're super excited to have them on with us today. Francisco and Christy are really great people, and I had so much fun talking with them the other day that we've kind of lost track of time, and so our conversation went for two hours, and I personally cannot see myself putting up a two-hour podcast without some breaks inside of it, so what we've done is we've actually separated the conversation to two separate podcasts. Today's episode, part one, is the discussion of the things that we liked and didn't like about the movie Godzilla from 2014, and then tomorrow's episode that's coming out will be about the spiritual implications of the movie so i want to encourage you guys to to listen to both of these podcasts enjoy have fun and communicate with us as uh, as it goes on obviously you can find us on facebook twitter and instagram search for geek devotions on all the platforms that are out there and also do me a favor and um two things two big favors i'm asking you guys to do first off look up retro rewind podcast They're on all the major podcast catchers. They're on YouTube. They're on Facebook. They're on Instagram. I believe to find them, you look for a Retro Rewind pod. Add them and let them know your thoughts on today's episode and tomorrow's episode. But also do me a favor and head over to iTunes. And I need you to look up two different podcasts on iTunes. Look up ours, Calm Talk by Geek Devotions, and then Retro Rewind Podcast. And rate and leave a review. These things, I know it seems, it seems ridiculous, but these things actually help to get our podcasts up off the ground. It helps to get the word out and helps people to understand what we're about and encourages people to really listen to them. And of course, if you do this for us at Geek Devotions, uh, you may earn yourself as the devoted geek of the month. So that being said, take a listen to this podcast and don't forget to stick around so you can learn about some nifty threads that you can have in your closet tomorrow. Well, maybe not tomorrow. Anyways, let's talk let's talk to our friends. All right guys, and we are here with uh, some very special guests, some people that I love and care for dearly because they're Aww. awesome. <laughs> I have the Ruiz family with me. It's Ruiz, Ruiz. I am so You've sorry, been saying
1: it wrong forever. I have It's the Reeses. I have, <laughs> I have, Reeses. I right. have failed you, <laughs> the Reeses. <laughs> yes <laughs> we are not the Reese's Pieces
0: a little bit of chocolate, a little bit of peanut butter it's oh, all good wow. <laughs> who is the peanut butter in this family that's all I need to know I don't know I'm Me. pretty sure I'm you're, sticky what? Sticky? this is awkward <laughs> I was going to say Francisco to a, little, a little nutty
1: uh-uh. yeah there
3: you go oh Ooh. man I love it I this melt
1: is... easily in the
3: sunshine I know. Uh... <laughs> Guys, this went askew on me quickly. It's all good,
0: man. Listeners, if you're if you, as you listen to this, you might notice that these guys are a little, little bit nutty, a little bit crazy. And that's why I love them. This is why they're friends of mine. Francisco is the host of Retro Rewind Podcast. And Christy is the strong, independent woman who's behind him, backing him up all the way and shouting his head.
3: I don't get enough ball jokes. That's, uh,
0: that's, that being said, Francisco is, uh, him and Paul Powers will be with us next week on ComTalk. Um, uh, they do this really cool show called Retro Rewind Podcast, as I mentioned earlier. And what they do is they take a look at movies that are 15 years old or older, and they rate it as nostalgic, classic, or tragic. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, to have a curiosity for the two of you what is the most tragic movie you've ever seen or for the show or just period in life wow <laughs> superman <original>? 2 <laughs> or no,
1: whatever we watched. we watch superman 3 i don't even, even know you rated
3: a classic i did yes why i don't know <laughs> i
1: don't know either probably because superman himself is a classic.
3: Oh yeah, you I think you went the cultural relevance angle yes, or something. that was yes.
1: the beginning of the podcast anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I changed my mind a lot. <laughs> I don't it's, know.
3: Uh yeah. for me I think the the movie I had it? the least fun watching. Oh, there's that one. Don't, don't <laughs> oh yeah, I wasn't I wasn't going to say it, then you made me think of it. Now I have to say it. Yeah. Uh and I get a ton of like so it's tied with another movie. Okay. Um but The one I get the most flack for is My Python and the Holy Grail. (laughs) Such, oh my gosh, it's not a movie.
1: No, it's not meant to be. It's just a bunch of things slammed together with duct tape. Then
3: put it on like straight to DVD. Or mark it as a comedy special well, on Fathom events. It's not our fault.
1: You're, you can't understand <laughs> British humor.
3: No, I get the IT crowd. I, I think the IT crowd is fabulous. Okay, continue <laughs> watching the IT crowd,
1: then go back and watch Monty Python, and no, then maybe you'll like I it. I don't
3: need to. I already watched it for the <laughs> podcast. Don't need to re- uh, put myself through that again. Anyway, <laughs> I'll just I'll go with that. And, All right. All yeah.
1: right. Wait, All I right. want to know what the other one was.
0: I'm kind of curious too now, too.
3: <sighs> okay. Beverly Hills Ninja. Oh, yeah. You, you covered that for Victims and Villains, I think. Yeah, I
1: did. I never watched Man.
3: That. Oh, man. Be glad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. What other ones did I not enjoy? I don't even remember. I, I don't think I've ever rated list. anything a tragic. I'm
3: sure you have. I don't think I have. Well, I, while Dallas continues, I'll bring up the list for <laughs> anyone who's curious.
0: Well, and now for something
3: completely different. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're uh, Today, they are joining us. We're going to be talking about... Um, Godzilla from 2014. So um, I personally really enjoy that movie. If I had to rate it, I I don't know if I'd rate it as a classic, but I'd rate it as pretty good. So how would you guys rate it, using your rating system?
3: Just a- having watched it, or before we watched it?
0: Just having watched it, how would you rate it now? Hmm. Classic. Classic.
3: Yep. yeah i'd i say i'm pretty close to classic too i enjoyed it and mm-hmm. i'd want to watch it again mm-hmm. yeah i'd say classic
0: yeah okay sweet i would agree with you guys on that i mean it's, it was a really good movie i thought was so, this your
1: first time watching it
0: no god no i've watched it a couple times <laughs>
1: can i tell you how many times i've seen it please do a four this is my fourth time watching well done it. and my first time watching it was my first time experiencing anything. Close to Godzilla and/or like big giant monster takes over. Uh, Unless you count Jurassic Park. I mean, I'm a big Jurassic Park fan. There you go. But and I yes, and I did like that one, the one where they brought it over to San Francisco or whatever. But right, um, Lost World. Yeah, yeah, that one that everyone. San Diego.
2: Was Was it? it? Yeah. Okay. Because
3: that's where the wild animal park. uh, People think San Diego. Yeah. All right. (laughs)
1: Anyway, I watched it on a plane. Back to to it was a trip to India. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, cool. I wonder if I would like this and right. I was like on the edge of my seat the whole time when I watched it on the plane, I'm like, oh my god. So
3: even on a small screen it, it was good, yes. Right.
1: On a small screen. Well while we're
0: while we're mentioning India, aren't you about to go back there? Like this I week?
1: I am, yes. I leave Thursday at one thirty. Right. I have to be at the airport at eleven thirty.
0: Sweet. What are you doing over there?
1: Thursday the nineteenth. I am going over with a group of people from my church, um, in partnership with Orphan Outreach. We are going to northeastern India. There so there's not mainland India. Well, there is mainland India. <laughs> it's gone. It's, <laughs> there's no land. <laughs> there's mainland mainland India and then sticking off of a, it's a tiny piece of land that you may not have paid a, paid attention to before and in that little section there's a state called Mizoram and we are going to the capital city Iswell, and there's a home for or- orphans who've been orphaned because of HIV oh wow about 30 of them i think give or wow. take and, um 90% of them have HIV
2: oh man
1: and had to take care of their parents while their parents were dying of HIV and um mm. and then the government provides medication for them but only when the virus count gets really really high so many of them have been have spent most of their life very sick and have horrific stories of abuse and neglect and mm. these terrible, terrible stories because they still think that you can catch HIV by standing next to someone. So the lack of education means that they get abused and um, mm-hmm. stuck out in the middle of nowhere and ignored basically we'll oh, wow. just wait for them to die. And this um, home is run by a gal named Lucy who um, said that God God chased her down like he chased Jonah down. <laughs> 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 um, and she takes care of all these kids. Like, they're her own. They have, like, the schedule. They go to school. Um, she's out in the community. They have a community program where they support um, uh, kids who have either their parents or their kids uh, have HIV, but they're still alive. So they support mm-hmm. them with money, but also um, education and, like, we go visit them when, we, when our teams go over just to say hi because over there in that remote part of India, white people are still like celebrities. So we're visiting like the sickest, poorest families and being like, these people are cool. Right. <laughs> like taking pictures with their kids and things like that. But the work we do at the home, we started about four years ago. We send a team every six months. And um, we just do a VBS style curriculum, but it's not Mm -hmm. like the Western thing where it's like at 8.30, we have to start and 9.05, (laughs) it's snack time. It's a a lot of um, let's just hold hands and sing and tickle each other and um, learn Kung Fu moves and run around and play soccer. And then we do some Bible stuff and then we go and we play some guitar and we kick around the soccer ball somewhere. It's a lot of loving basically and yeah. treating these kids like they don't have a disease because you have to try to get HIV. Like literally be like, "Can I have your blood so that I can get your disease?" Like
3: <laughs> Oh, you mean as a volunteer over there. Yeah, have to, I have, it's, I've it's, had it's people a, ask. To get it. Yeah, I've yeah. had people
1: ask, "Are you worried?" And I'm like, "No. Ultimately, if the worst thing happened and I did contract HIV, it would take an adjustment, but when you come back to the states, you're well taken care of, not like over there." Right. So, um, we just do a lot of playing and loving and tickling and poking and um, put your arms in the air. They like to make you put your arms in the air so they can jam their fingers in your armpits so.) in <laughs> um, <laughs> We do lots of crafts and lots of gate We take them to a pool, um, like an outdoor lake slash pool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a, a lot of unconditional love, basically. That's awesome. It's That's really, awesome. really, really fun. And I feel like they're my family all the way across the other side of the world. And it's beautiful there. <laughs> Orphan outreach. You too can go on a trip. <laughs> so what about
3: what about orphans of um, orphans of kaiju attacks? What about them? Did you ever visit them?
1: One time a hamster pooped on me. <laughs> 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 I don't know what you're saying.
3: Kaiju <laughs> well, we're ta- hamster. We're talking about Godzilla. A kaiju, <laughs> a kaiju. So Is I'm that what his name is? A That's... kaiju is a type of very very large monstrous monster that's
1: I thought his right. name yeah.
3: is <laughs> that's yes that's his name name but.
0: yes but gojira is a kaiju so oh. and uh the the movie we're talking about today was actually kind of a reboot of it mm-hmm. and um it was the second american reboot um because the first one um as well as francisco and us discovered during the summer of free uh <laughs> This is very difficult to get through. Yes.
1: <laughs> I heard that too. I think that's probably why I never watched it. It's, Didn't it's... you watch it with us?
0: She might have blacked it out. It was oh. too tragic. Oh, in
3: 98 with Matthew Broderick.
0: Ferris Bueller running away from a big lizard.
1: Oh, that... Wait, no. <laughs> I feel like there were tiny little monsters running around. Yeah, there were. Like dinosaurs. They're, yeah,
3: they're the the babies.
1: I did watch part of it. Oh, now okay. <laughs> I'm flashing back. That was... Oh, right. I made fun of it because it was pretending to be an iguana. <laughs> But yes, then it was pretending to be a it dinosaur. Did. It was like it was. It was like it came out yeah. right at the same time as Jurassic Park. So it was like, yeah, exactly. you, anything you can do, I can do better, or Only not. not. <laughs> That's exactly, exactly okay, right. Okay, I remember now.
0: That's exactly right, and so this is the kind of second reboot, so when going into it, people had some apprehensions about it, mm-hmm. but um, I think the, between the three of us, we all discussed that we we were all pretty happy with it, and so yeah. um, tell me, guys, uh, like, Francisco, we'll start with you, uh, what did you like about it?
3: Uh, I really liked that, well, I mean, something that throughout that I really enjoyed was the music. I, I fe- It felt very... Uh, Japanese taiko drum-esque yeah. I love the the heavy beats and yep. drums and it, it wasn't there weren't uh, like my co-host Paul will will say he doesn't he doesn't like music that doesn't have themes at least that's how he comes across. I thought
1: of him while we were watching this movie because I was trying to—I was trying to think of that while mm-hmm. I was listening where the music was coming in and where it was coming from and mm-hmm. if it was mm-hmm. overlapping in other areas and how they used the music. And I was like, Paul would hate this. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> but but I'm not a stickler for. It. I need a theme that I can play in my car over and over again and know what's happening. I I I've, I thought the music just really complemented the movie. Uh, it didn't overbear it. It wasn't. I wouldn't say it was enough of its own thing really i mean it might be good for like working out but not not as like oh this is godzilla now that i'm listening to (laughs) right
1: yeah i thought i think i thought that as well i i thought that it drove it drove the suspense along yes and it it was heavy i liked the heaviness of it i think it fit it well and it also sort of shot it back to it reminded me of some like something I don't know retro like a retro Asian movie might sound like they might mm-hmm. throw these mm-hmm. like, really loud things in between right. like no talking and then they go to the talking and there's silence or there's nothing going on in the background or whatever and I don't know why I like
3: yeah. it I mean and you could probably inform us Dallas, since you've seen a lot more Godzilla recently I haven't seen any I don't think either of us have seen the original ones from Japan was the is the music similar to that
0: um, I think this culturally film? it was similar but it didn't have the iconic Godzilla theme song um which oh, was actually a, quite there's a to theme me. song? Yeah, there's like this um I don't know if you call it a theme song but there was a definite like was Godzilla
2: sound. is here
3: to <laughs> save us. That was it's Godzilla, the... <laughs> the mega monster. Oh my
0: god! And that was the '70s, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> <People> <laughs> were they were a special 100%. time. Yeah. <laughs> so, but no, there was like a there was a definite uh, Godzilla uh, musical score mm-hmm. uh, when he would show up. It was dum dum dum, and um, I can't. I'm oh, not
3: a, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay.
0: And it, it was so, it's one of those things that's so iconic. Like, you see people, like, you watch the movies and uh, it'd be being in the background when they were, like, ripping on Godzilla or something like that because mm-hmm. it was harkens back to it. And I didn't hear that in our version of that really throughout this. And so mm-hmm. it threw me off. But culturally, I feel like the sounds were pretty good. And I feel like mm-hmm. it wasn't, like, uh, it was very honoring of the culture because this yeah. is such a huge Japanese franchise. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't, like, we're just going to rip off all the Amer- all the japanese stuff and then like <laughs> at the same time they didn't have like they just they didn't americanize it and have like drake singing a theme song or something for it
1: <laughs> i take it you didn't like the great gatsby then <laughs> <laughs> i didn't watch it so okay. i don't know <laughs> <Never mind. laughs> so but that was the, like
0: back in the uh, the 1998 godzilla they uh, had i think aerosmith Not aerosmith a couple a couple artists had done songs for it and mm. like they were the oh, main oh i think remember songs. that
1: what, I at am... the end with the credits rolls? and the song? And I was like, I what? I blocked it from my memory. I don't understand. <laughs>
0: you know, it, just was, it was kind of weird, so. Yeah. But, yeah, I felt like the music, I agree with you guys, the music was really very honoring of the series, I feel mm-hmm. like. So, Chrissy, what's something that stood out to you from about that you really enjoyed?
1: Um, I, I like, I don't, I'm not a big fan of long, drawn-out openings, mm-hmm. like opening sequences, but I, as I was watching this one, I paid a little bit more attention to it. Normally I'm like, blah, 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 get on with the movie. <laughs> and I realized that they were they were giving you this really nice draw up to who Godzilla is or who he is in this movie and yeah. what they'd been dealing with. So they gave us an entire backstory with a bunch of old pictures and videos that may or may not be spliced together with stuff they made and stuff we they had. And um, this sort of contentious relationship, and you got that you got that right away in the beginning sequence. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that was actually very smart, because then you didn't have to do a lot of dialogue about him. Mm-hmm. You could just remember when we bombed that thing. Oh, yes, I saw that in the beginning. You know, like, <laughs> you just recall it, and then I thought that that was sneaky, but well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also the music, you know.
0: Right? Him. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I'd agree to that. I thought that was really pretty interesting when I first watched it. um, I was wondering if they're going to try to do a full reboot uh, when I first watched it. As far as like, all right, 1954 never happened, or if this was going to be a like you know um, a continuation story. And at first, I thought it was going to be a continuation story, but then like some of the stuff they were putting up was like that's that's that didn't happen in 1954's version, so. I got confused, but I appreciated what they did because it did set such a nice base level for the story of itself. Mm
1: -hmm. I'm sorry.
3: Well, to that point, I'll just say.
1: I have a note here that I don't understand. I
3: didn't. (laughs) I'm all like, what? I thought the the intro went a little long and when it started like, oh, here we go with the credit sequence at the beginning. Can't we just get to the movie? There was that. Though I did like the style they went with, where they're redacting a bunch of stuff and oh, just yeah. <laughs> showing the the who the main casting director was or who the main direct or who the production designer was, I really liked that how they did that. that. I thought that was very clever and right and very keeping with with the tone they were going for. I just felt I just don't necessarily feel like it was needed. That I don't know. I I I agree. I, I get what you're saying, Christy. That it's sort of uh, gives us visual cues that we can recall later on i, I just don 't know if that's if it saves that much time though if you could just get right into the movie but mm. well,
1: it gave us a relationship that Ter had with the monster i, I think mean, mm. I think
0: without the yeah. intro we wouldn't have a base understanding of monarch we wouldn't have a base understanding of the fact that they you know the events that took place in fifty four because that 's mm-hmm. when they were they set that that set up was mm-hmm. in fifty four
3: but he he talks about them in the film right so i don 't know if we really need
0: so i don't know i'm I'm curious now I'm, I'm to go ahead and like skip that first part on the blu ray and watch the movie through and see if I get if it feels like it 's as full of a story as not
3: well that'd be hard because you know what 's going on already, so yeah. you'd have to actually do that. You'd you need a control group, and uh, an actual <laughs> set of people that have never seen this before. Right. And you do that with and another set who have right. never seen before, and you keep the intro. So you go you do that, Dallas.
0: I'll get back to you. I'll report back to you. In okay. very Good. And in, in like I think another what fourteen years when <laughs> it will be qualify for your show.
1: Oh gosh, <laughs> that's true. Um, I I. I liked the slow build to the monsters and all the conspiracy that went along with it. Yeah, I thought that was really well done. It wasn't so slow that it made you go. And the conspiracy (laughs) stuff wasn't. That was. (laughs) 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 Don't worry, guys. It was a dry heave. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, And the conspiracy stuff wasn't annoying. Right. It felt frantic, and you knew when the music with that you knew something was coming yeah Mm -hmm. and you were obviously the movie's name godzilla so
3: (laughs) right wait what
1: (laughs) pretty special if you
3: think like a mouse (laughs) is gonna come on (laughs) 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 screen it's
1: psycho the mouse anyway i don't know what just happened there but yeah the slow build was really i thought it was really well and
3: i feel like it was it was paid off really well when they revealed that first uh right I was like, wow, this is being done. Muto. S- Muto, excuse me. Yes, I I felt like it was being it was done so well. This thing that just is starting to wake up, and like they're trying to kill it, but it's not working. Then they're trying to contain it, and all that. It's pulling down all these cranes, and yeah, being, oh, I just I thought it was done so well, and it was a good payoff for having to wait the amount of time you yes. had to wait.
0: And that's yeah. that's actually something that uh I liked and it sounds like you guys liked it too, but it was one of those things that several people I know had issues with was
3: the Well they're payoff. wrong, so
0: Well okay, well there we go. But <laughs> a lot of people had issues with the payoff as far as like they feel like Godzilla wasn't on the screen enough time, sorry you didn't I, see him till too till too much later and and so uh, that was a big complaint for a lot of people with this film. I, I personally enjoyed I heard it. The-
1: well, I, sorry. I could I could see why people would say that if they were hoping for a traditional like Godzilla, I smash everything, bye bye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this movie also had a very a lot of human element. And then the story between the father and son that mm-hmm. the running throughout and the relationship that um Watson well, Batsum had with um
3: What's The guy, the dude,
1: <laughs> the the army man. Was he in the army? Navy. I don't Na- know. So sorry to all those who serve. I don't mean offense. So I'm just <laughs> naive. The Admiral? D- no.
3: Ford. Yes, Ford. Was in the Navy.
1: In the Navy. Anyway, the relationship he in had with Godzilla. In the Navy. God- <laughs> <laughs> I was the same thing. Uh, this
2: is, this is why you guys relationship- are my friends. Yes. <laughs>
1: the relationship he had with Godzilla, too. Like. I think that mm-hmm. it was a little bit more human driven than you didn't notice. Yeah. That? No, no. I, I was saying, like, come on, well, that I was like gonna, really obvious. <laughs> I
3: don't really get a relationship between Ford and Godzilla.
1: They were both trying to save. God, okay, I have an argument against Godzilla actually, quote, trying to save. I, I feel like he was a monster in his own right and destroyed just enough. But,
3: Ooh, that'll be an interesting true. conversation later. I but I it feel like be.
1: they hum- humanized him by connecting him to Ford whenever I think he so goes. Too. Whenever he passes out that, and they like yeah. look at each other in I the dark and like yeah. they have yeah. the eye line and yeah. they sort of like if they could fist bump they would have like got <laughs> right. this <without Fish> man. <laughs> I just imagine that fist bump and floor just flies
3: <laughs> all the way back to like uh, there there was that Japan. similar
1: parallel like and parallel yeah. okay. line of view. I yeah. can see
3: that because there um, was
0: there was at the ending there like it was like you could tell they were both just done yeah
3: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. okay I you know I didn't. Now that you're mentioning that, I can retroactively see that I that wasn't on my mind as I watched this time. Mm-hmm. But regarding the comment of well, we didn't see enough Godzilla. I'm pretty much I I feel like you see him as much as you need to see him for the story that they're telling. Yeah. I I I agree with you, Chris. If they're that this wasn't just a watch gorilla gorilla watch Godzilla <laughs> smash a bunch of stuff and um, look at the pretty destructive destructiveness of it. It's, it's. I mean, it is a disaster movie in a way. It's, it's definitely more of a westernized disaster movie, though. I'd say, akin to Independence Day, or, um, or movies like that. Not like the 1998 Godzilla, but I mean, in terms of there's a lot of human drama and human elements, and you're right. you're mainly following a human character. Now, I Dallas again. Educate me in some of the original Godzillas. Are you following a human protagonist for most of it, or is it is it mainly Godzilla that it's you're watching?
0: Yes and no, depending on which Godzilla it is that you've been oh, okay. watching. Um, in the early ones, like the first one, you're you're following um, basically four people. There's a young lady, and she's kind of t- caught in this love triangle. She is like engaged to marry. Um, this one scientist,
3: but really loves Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: King Kong. What? I mean, <laughs> it, was, Godzilla. It, was like, it was like the B movie, only bigger. So, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> no, it was, um, she was yeah, in love I with a, with another guy who was like a fisherman or something like that. I can't remember exactly what his job was now, but, um, so she was caught in this love triangle cause she loved, loved him and he loved her. But her dad had already promised her to this other guy who had, he, he kind of knew, he knew that, what the situation was. But he's the one that had created the oxygen destroyer, which was the device that killed the first Godzilla. Okay. And he actually sacrificed himself to... Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers, to (laughs) to save everybody, and he knew it. But that was also the whole political sphere of the thing was a matter of the responsibility of the creator to their devices. And so oh. his, he didn't want to do it. He didn't want to use his device. He didn't want the world to know about it mm-hmm. because he was afraid that once he used it to kill Godzilla, that uh, the government would take it and use it for worse things. Mm-hmm. So uh, taking that mindset um, to keep it from happening, he destroyed himself along with it. And oh, again, okay. it was the whole political aspect of... Because remember this is 1954, so we're just barely removed from Hiroshima and Nagasaki, mm-hmm. and so the a lot of that political underplay of, you know, the nuclear fallout, people still suffering from radiation poisoning, the the American occupation of Japan, all that plays into the first one, and so the, it is a very human story, and Godzilla um, was representative really of of uh, several elements of, A, the American uh, occupation, but also just the devastation of mm-hmm. the, hey, there's this massive force of nature yeah. dash monstrosity was caused by man. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, I mean, that's, and that's one of the things I liked about this particular movie is there was enough elements that were very similar to the first one, but still very its own situation, its own story all together at the same mm-hmm. time. mm-hmm.
1: Um, I felt like it was a nice introduction for me to Godzilla. Yeah. I yes. I would watch original ones now and not make fun of them so much because. <laughs> <laughs> you still make fun of them. Well, yes.
3: Well, I was just going to go on to something else I I really enjoyed about this movie was the cinematography. Mm-hmm. I, I thought from small elements to larger elements, a couple I'll, I'll highlight. When uh, Ford just flew into Japan pretty much to get his dad out of jail and they're back at his dad's apartment and his dad <clears throat> is talking about how he he can't just, let, like, let it go. He feels like his wife is still out there. And he's looking into glass, and you see his reflection in the glass. You don't really see him because he's facing with camera, but his reflection is in the glass. As he's talking about his wife, it's like, wow, this is exactly how he saw his wife, through glass. And I loved how they set up the shot to mirror that, that memory yeah. and it, in a very visual way. Uh, so there's that and then later on pretty much toward the end of the movie where you just see uh the the ford and the other paratroopers falling from the sunlight Oh this my gosh that was one of my favorite. Through, one of my favorite uh,
1: scenes was that. The halo drop. Yeah. That was phenomenally so done and yeah. I was like I I felt like <sighs> Like, yeah. I was like, oh, I can't, oh, I don't know how they're doing this. Does this really happen? Yeah. There's skyscrapers down there. And oh, that... I remember what I was going to say now. Oh, go for it. Well, I'm talking about just the carnage. <clears throat> I thought this movie did carnage really well in a way to connect to your heart. Do so you remember mm-hmm. the newer Man of Steel? Yes. Yes. Where he just destroys everything everything and no one speaks of it as so, though well that's right we'll sweep it up with the dustpan superman it's okay apparently <laughs>
3: they do speak to it and batman versus superman or superman versus so batman what's it called
1: batman goes superman you're dumb <laughs> you we haven't seen city. that so you haven't no okay i'm so not I'm... really on board with ben affleck as batman so right. i need to spend a while warming up to that because christian bale and i were like
0: if you watch it, if you watch it, watch the director's cut. Don't okay. watch the theatrical. Uh,
3: do you, do I look like I have three hours of just extra time that I don't have things to do, Dallas? Is that what I look like? Yes.
0: You look like someone who likes a story that makes sense.
3: Fair. And I can't find any other stories that make sense other than BVS?
0: If you're going to watch BVS, man, you got to watch the
1: director's cut if you want to Anyway, back to my point... As I was watching things be destroyed, I was getting ups- <laughs> upset about it. And I thought that that was appropriate. Yeah. the um, I mean, it was a lot. And I was like, are there people in that building? What about that building? Are there people in that building? And I felt, I could feel myself getting caught up in that aspect. And I was like, don't think about that. It's yes. that's not real. But there was that tug and that tension of, oh, oh my, watch out. <gasps> There's a building. Oh my God. Now he's running into another building. And now he's, oh. And I, I felt like it was. I don't know. I thought that that was really done and I really well done and I appreciated the mm, sadness, I guess. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Well, like when the subway tunnel collapsed, when did Godzilla do that? Mm-hmm. Do you like or one of them? Yeah, movies? I think it's
3: them just um, fighting mm-hmm. over top. Yeah, that. And that's it collapsed
1: awesome. the subway tunnel and you're like, oh, wait, hang on. Those are the, hey, that's the lady. We wanted His her. In there, yeah. What? Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Things like that. I don't know. I don't know. I thought I,
3: I agree with you, though. I wonder if it would have had more of an emotional impact if one of the key people we cared about did end mm-hmm. up dying.
1: Yeah, I yeah. thought about like that. No, thought I mean, about his that. dad
3: died, but that was early on. and that I was thought about that.
1: Um, but I I think that the, this movie was designed to wrap up nicely.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: It and I knew that like I I remembered that going in that if that were to quote be a negative it would be well it wraps up too nicely I can see yeah. some people saying well where's the mm-hmm. uncomfortableness at the end but I don't really need another Braveheart right now I felt like it
3: ended <laughs> nicely. Though, though something that really did bother me is that it just seems like Ford is way, way too lucky to constantly no matter where he ends up, he's oh, a step closer to San Francisco to his family. It's like right. how is this even possible? <laughs> <laughs>
1: suspended disbelief? There I, was,
0: I yeah. yeah that yeah. was one element of suspended disbelief where it's like all right, he just happens to be the son of the dude who did everything. He just so happens to be in Hawaii when everything goes down, and he just so happens to be you know, it's like there was this sort of suspended disbelief going. Okay, yeah, oh, you just have to let it happen. Yeah,
1: I don't have to, he's, but he's I like, chose. But he's to. like Godzilla; he's the hero.
3: Right? Yeah, good point. Yeah. So, um, well, since but, you started that train,
0: oh, what's um, yeah, some stuff we it. didn't discuss? What's some stuff we didn't necessarily like it about it? Or did we like? Oh, well, yeah, I was gonna I go, go, go back to it.
3: something about Ford that I did like. But, okay,
0: we'll do that real quick, and then we'll do we'll do the. All stuff right,
3: Because I like jumbling you up there, Dos. I. You know what? I like that he wasn't trying to, even though he did seem to get really lucky in all these situations, I feel like he wasn't really trying to be the hero. He just wanted to get home. He's not out to try to fight the Mudo or Godzilla or anything like that. He just wants to get back to his family, okay? That's all he wants to do. Just get me home. Uh, Right. So I really appreciate that. But even in the midst of like when he's in Hawaii and that boy's... Got separated from his, his parents. He's willing to help, and when um they need someone to you know dismantle the bomb, he he's willing to do it. He's not he's not like no, peace out guys. I right. I'm, I'm in the city. I need to be in. See ya. Uh, but yeah, he wasn't. That wasn't his aspiration throughout the whole thing. I right.
1: Have one, I have one more thing.
3: Yeah, go for it. One more like.
1: Well, I need more likes, but um. You were talking about cinematography. Yes,
3: I was talking about that very God. thing. <laughs> you hate
1: it when your brain and your mouth stop working in unison? Yes. You were talking about cinematography earlier, and I forgot to mention that I I giggled at the shot of the chameleon as it pans oh. up over <laughs> into the shot of the mudo, and I was like, "Well done, yeah. well played," because. <laughs> Because it was supposed to be like a lizard y thing. And right. I was like, giant little chameleon, giant muto." <laughs> like, right. That was, I was after the fourth time of watching it, I'm like, hey, look, it's a tiny lizard compared to the really big lizards, <laughs> <laughs> slash moth, slash bug, slash beetle things. Yeah, so, right. I'd say they're more beetleish. Spiders and without a, I don't know what they are. I'm e- the e- kind of going e-
3: with e- beetle. beetles.
1: Um, what are the praying mantis?
3: Oh yeah, it did kind of a primus, uh, so.
1: Okay, we can talk about things we don't like now.
3: <laughs> no, I don't like those praying mantis Mutus. Muto. Are I, you I, sure it's Muto?
1: That's what he said the entire time. It, he said
0: Muto. He said Muto quite often.
3: Muto. Massive yeah. unidentified terrestrial, terrestrial object. object. All right, fine, guys. Yeah. Be right. I didn't Thank like that they
0: didn't I change think. it when he started flying.
1: Uh, like, I was like, yeah.
3: look, like you should change the name.
1: Also, are oh, right. do these oh, monsters yeah. have names?
3: Muto. I know. Ujos, yeah. I know, but do but, they have like Like Mothra or, yeah. or um, guys, some of the other... Jira or no, whatever? No, I'm, well, I'm trying to think of what the three head thing is called uh, <laughs> oh, a huge man. rabid dog.
0: <laughs> God, that's, uh, that sounds terrifying. The guys from Kaiju Vision just talked to, like, they left a comment on our page and oh, they nice. mentioned him. And oh, what what is his name? King Godera, King something. Yeah, No, I can't. Kong. Kong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they did have King Godzilla fight King Kong though once. So it was interesting. So and that's Every actually King the basis for the the 2019 movie. I think.
3: Yeah, they're yeah they are gonna do oh because reverses.
1: oh the King Kong was good too.
3: Mm-hmm. You saw
1: King Kong? You haven't seen King Kong? I thought no. we watched it together.
3: You think I watched all these movies with you?
1: I have seen King Kong. It mm. was good. You should watch what, it. What's King Kong? The one with Skull Andy Island. Circus. Okay. Andy Island. I haven't seen that one yet. Ooh, I think that it was fantastic.
0: I'm. I need to watch it. I hear a great things Ag- about.
1: it. Yeah. Again. Again. Another intro to the giant monster. I never actually saw any other. <laughs> Only people. You never fun seen of. any
3: of the other King Kongs. Only people You make saw e- the Pierre Jackson King Kong. We watched that together. I'm sorry. What? Is <laughs> <laughs> that
1: the one I bad. watched with Andy Serkis?
3: No. This is the three hour one. That it, yes, it has Andy Serkis. Okay. Wait.
1: As the gorilla.
3: Isn't Andy Circus in the new one?
1: The face of the, yes, I thought he was in, I thought this was, I think, I thought oh, we were talking about the same no, one.
3: no, 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 no. Oh, no, no. The one with, you're talking about the one that happens where it's in like in the 30s or something with uh, <sighs> Piano Sky. Yeah? Jeez. Yeah, that's, that's an older one. There's a newer one. Wasn't I,
1: Andy Circus the face of that one?
3: I don't think so. Not this newer one.
1: I've seen the one where he's the face.
3: Okay, yeah, that's the older Peter Jackson one.
1: But he's not the new one.
3: I don't think. Unless he. I, I don't think he, he was. is, actually. I yeah, he no, was.
1: Because I heard. Okay. Right. Maybe it was an old Graham Norton. My bad. <laughs> Sorry, I watch Graham Norton sometimes. What? IMDb. That's I
0: guess really that's what I'm doing. doing. Let's hear Tom Hiddleston, Samuel yeah. Jackson, Brie oh, Larson. Fine.
3: Beat me to the punch there, Dallas. I have my phone. No, here. I
1: haven't seen the 2017 one. That's the one we're talking about. Oh no, I haven't seen skull Island but yeah, I thought Andy that's the one was the face that, of him
0: that's the one they're using to help launch the new monster universe mm-hmm. uh, which I'm a bit weary of to be honest, and so that's that's I think that's one of my complaints is I feel like
1: monster like, universe, yeah
0: they're doing a monster universe like you no know, there's they're...
3: like the Marvel universe the d c universe the universal monster universe mm mm-hmm.
1: there's the one of those Batman's bad guys, the Arkham Asylum people. Well, yeah. that's part of the Suicides DC book. universe. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: So, But that was one of my complaints is that they're trying to do that. And of course this is, this is hindsight now that we're you know several years removed from the movie. I didn't see anything that led to the suggestion that this would might even be a thing. I feel like that this I, and I haven't seen Kong School Island yet but I feel like it was an afterthought. They're like oh hey, we have this Godzilla movie, which is a big ape movie. Hey, let's put them together. Quick, put a teaser at the end of the movie.
1: Oh, why do they have to put all the main characters together and pretend that they need to fight? I don't understand.
3: Be- well, because Marvel's made so many bucket loads of money from it, it's like, well, yeah. oh well, we'll just do that and it'll work for us, right? Yeah. No, it's not that simple. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway. Anyway, some something else I didn't like was <laughs> so Joe the dad. This is a couple things. First off. And I get that you're, you want your, you want to see your wife so badly run up, but he waits so long till that cloud of radioactivity is pretty much upon him to close that door. What if it's a slow-moving door? I mean, right. has he tested this door before? Probably not. <laughs> I imagine you don't just close these willy-nilly because you want to see how fast they close. I mean, I would think things like that close fairly slow. No, it, he's really lucky that it closed so fast. Right. And then... Him when they're when him and Ford are in the quarantine zone, and his he has his Geiger counter and it's reading zero. And I was like, Oh, well, you know what? I'm just gonna take my mask off. And he takes his big, big breath of air and he's like, Oh, it's clean. But I Googled it, you can't smell radioactivity, so he, no,
1: but you would feel it, but then don't you feel radio? Radioactive, po- radium. Radio- I do think that poison.
3: quickly.
0: I think it depends on the level of radiation.
1: I mean, yeah, radiation.
3: That's what I was looking for. But but the way he acted, it's almost like he can tell by the way the air is, and you can't. As far as I, mm-hmm. as far as Google tells me. I mean, I'm not a scientist by any means, but well, Doctor so-
0: Google says it's
3: <laughs> a WebMD. So like you can't smell radioactivity.
1: It doesn't seem like he was smelling. He seemed like that kind of a character, like over reactive oh. and hyperbolic and on edge and mm-hmm. conspiracy theory. And like, what What do people do when they get off uh, uh, like aliens on the planet? And they step out there and they go... I can breathe. Well what, what how do you know it's not poisonous and then you're gonna die in five minutes? Like <laughs> That's <laughs> can, a great point. You could have know. that question too, but mm-hmm. it seems like a natural human reaction.
3: Right. Sure. Okay. I, that's just something that stuck out to me that I didn't mm-hmm. like though. Uh, I, can see I that. get your point.
1: I don't I don't care.
3: <laughs> well what did bother you, Christy?
1: One thing bothered me. Oh, yeah? One thing?
3: City slickers?
1: One what no, I thought that movie was funny. Um,
3: <laughs> just that they say one thing and that, oh Curly says one thing
1: of okay, make um, making
3: a joke. These are the jokes people okay
1: <laughs> no the that that it wasn't until near the end of the movie that the admiral actually checks in quote quote with the president. I was like' <laughs> who's, who's this guy? Why does he think he runs the world? he 's all like bossing everybody around from this giant carrier out in the middle of the ocean, and i'm assuming he did get some orders somewhere, but you don't. It's not like the president said we. Had, I had full control. All of you will listen to me, but like giant werewolf actor guy, like
2: werewolf actor guy.
1: Yeah, the big black man. He he's um. The, the sergeant.
0: Were, the uh. Yep. At the he, end, where he's like he pulls in
1: Ford. The big. I don't remember. Massive, okay, The werewolf on underworld. Anyway, oh, no. sorry, that's all I remember him <laughs> from. Because he's giant. Um, but they just order each other, like order all these people around and all these boats and all this weapons and all these other like military people. And I don't know. I was like, wait, wait, I'm, I'm all sitting there. I stopped writing because I was like, I love this and maybe I can't write. I'm just like, okay, 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 something's gonna happen. I mean, I knew what was going to happen, but I was still like, oh my God, get get the bus off the bridge, get the bus off the bridge. Yeah. Stuff like that. Um, but then I, then I turned to Francisco and I was like, hang on. Hang on. This guy has not said anything to the president this whole movie. Who, is, who does he <laughs> think he is? Why is he just like, I'm the boss. All of you listen. Um, is he the admiral or just a admiral? He's like, I've got the biggest ship. I'm in charge.
3: <laughs> like, <laughs> it's probably just like saying, we're here to preserve democracy, not to practice it. Right. I just watched Crimson Tide. Yo.
1: <laughs> oh jeez why? Why do you have to say the quote from or the the tagline to the quote of the movie that you were saying like weird? What? Yo.
3: Oh, well, yo. why did I have to say yo?
1: I just watched Justin Tad Yo, this is the
3: admiral saying it. Or that... not that he would say yo, but <laughs> fire on the muto, yo. <laughs>
1: Give it all you got, yo.
0: He used to be a pirate, and he's leaving out the yo ho. he's catching some. <laughs>
1: He's all like, thank you, Mr. President. Yo-ho! <laughs> okay, bye-bye. <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. And then he you know, constantly mutters, why is all the rum gone? <laughs>
3: we
0: actually talked about the fact that there, uh, a buddy of mine and I were talking about the fact that the president wasn't seen to be there. And we wondered if it was because the, the script writing process happened prior to 2012. And so they're like, we don't want to program a president and it'd be awkward because it's like, oh, Mr. Obama didn't get the presidency or something like that.
3: Huh. Well, I don't know if people really, I mean, I'm sure people can get upset about the littlest thing, but it's like, so sorry. I was going to say, so many TV shows and movies cast in different times or future times, just presidents, and we don't know what Mm -hmm. race they are. I mean, I think Twenty Four got a little lucky that they happened to have a black president in their role. I'm like, oh look, it happened, <laughs> right?
1: So. But they, he could have still said something like, "These orders come down from the White House," or, right? Or oh sure, yeah, in order, or some way we know that he mm-hmm. is the admiral from the War Room or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's the one that the president sent after they had a long meeting right. about the fact that giant animals were trying to take out. The Philippines, Hawaii, and San right.
0: Francisco. Mm-hmm. The the chain command and is about. one of the things that bothered me too, because even at the front, end, it's like, why is Monarch running everything? Like, everyone seems to be okay with Monarch just being there and making decisions, <laughs> and we don't really get a subtext of like, like, okay, does the government know you're doing this? Because there seemed to be a time where in the movie where it's like they didn't know anything about Monarch. Like, we don't know what redacted. you guys have been doing for the last fifty <laughs> years, but uh, hey, we're here to take over. <laughs>
3: Where did they get their funding? Also, that's from, what I'm saying.
1: What's the What's the guy from Jurassic Park?
3: Oh, oh,
1: because oh. <laughs> that opening scene with the helicopter, I was like, Mr.
3: Hammond,
1: because it looked just like that. I'm like, oh, okay. I guess it's cool. It's a big monster movie. Those are big. You Spare know. no yeah. expense. Sp-
0: that's it. That's it. That's it. Oh man, that's I awesome. did.
1: I did very much enjoy Ken Watanabe, though. Yes. Hmm. I thought it was he was fantastic. Especially, I just want to hear him say Gorgito over and over. Again. I was <laughs> all yeah. like, "That's how you say it. Say it again. You sound so Asian. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds so proper. <laughs> it's just so cool. Right. Oh, I'd totally watch it again. Yes.
0: So, Cisco, anything else that you didn't like?
1: You let him call you that?
3: Yeah, they're <gasps> a select, a select. What?
0: Theme. You're so special, Dallas. You
2: have no
3: idea. Doesn't mean I like it. I just let it happen. <laughs> Sorry, man. Uh, that was yeah. fun Let's to see. say. It's oh, habit now. Gosh. Oh. So I think the cast needed to be a little bigger. Okay. But, yeah. No, that's that um, mocking, just like I feel like <laughs> the, like I feel like the credits half of it was a cast. I'm like. Oh my word! All you the puppeteers forgot. Too many people. <laughs> 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 they actually built that Godzilla suit, and people moved it. Con, Godzilla was so
1: amazing. We yeah, the about actually, yeah, the he was the way favorite. they redesigned it. Mm-hmm. I loved him so much, mm-hmm. so much, and I loved his sounds, and I love the Muto sounds, mm-hmm. and I love how there was a moment where I was like, "Oh, the Mutos are in love," and then I'm like, "Stupid Mutos." <laughs> <laughs> Stop being in
3: love, Moodos. Oh, actually, you know what? That, that reminds me. And I sort of, I thought of a way of why maybe this works. But so if the mudos are parasites that they found inside another Godzilla type creature, uh, then how is it that they're all of a sudden out in the open, not laying eggs in a Godzilla like creature? They're wait, just,
1: that's that was what was implied?
3: Yeah. I, I, I. I feel like I listened I've, to something else somewhere else where they talked about. I thought that, that they yeah. were
1: just parasites, like bugs, or you know, outside annoying me. Like that's a parasite, not like, <laughs> not like a symbiont. Like,
3: not oh, not like a tick or a or a tapeworm or something like that.
1: Nothing inside. Well, tick doesn't go all the way inside. Well, okay, well that's why I went to tapeworm. Sorry. La, 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 la. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: but yeah, I-
1: speaking of parasites, I had to kill a giant spider in the middle of my gym class today because that's what the spiders teacher does. are in
3: parasites.
1: That's what I mean. That's what I'm like. Are we using the word like literally a parasite? Yeah. They,
3: they
0: call arm? them parasites. They said they were parasites that grew know. inside the, the body of the old Godzilla.
3: Yeah. So that's, that's why I'm like, why are you all?
1: They evolved because of the radiation that the world puts off. Well, see, here's the
3: thing. I think they probably are a parasite inside Godzilla because Godzillas are radioactive. So they're feeding off that radioactivity. But in this case, they had a, a missile. To leech radioactivity mm-hmm. off of, so that's why they're able to do it. That's that was my out in the logic, mm-hmm. but I just thought that was a little a little odd. That mm-hmm.
0: that was something, um, and I think you, that is probably the only way to explain that mm-hmm. is that they were it was the missiles and the fact that the female muda was basically, I mean, in a nuclear buffet yes. for fourteen years. <laughs>
1: That's true. Mm. Let's, I, that, let's get back to how amazing Godzilla was when he <laughs> up, when he ripped open the mouth and of that muto and he jammed the laser right. beam inside him. Yeah, I, Died, I would be I would witch. be
0: remiss if I didn't share the story for Celeste. Oh. That is one of Celeste's favorite scenes because when when we first watched it, um, all right, rewind, When we first watched it, we were actually on a road trip to Carthage, Texas, to buy coffee and uh <laughs> Cause right. you can't get coffee at home you gotta drive your car apparently
1: carpenters. it's good
0: it, it is the, the h-e-b coffee H-E-B <gasps> i've heard you, of
1: h-e-b coffee h-e-b if
0: you want to sponsor <gasps> i have not talk h-e-b if you want to sponsor contact contact us at geekdevotions gmail at com. but anyways uh we we're on our way there and so we had it on my ipad and uh, we we're listening to it as we we drove and um, she was trying to watch it, but the sun was real bright. So we got to that scene. And she's like, she saw that something happened. She's like, all right, I got to close this. Wait till we get home. We'll watch it at the house. So we watched it, and it tripped her out. She goes, it looks like he's like, going, dude, your breast stinks. Take some Listerine. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, good. We're, we're wondering why Listerine hasn't taken this and made it into a commercial. We're like, breast stink. Rawr! <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 so I think. That would be um, awesome. I, yeah, Godzilla is my favorite part of this movie. And I, mm. I like that he's supposed to be the good guy, but he's also as terrible as the Mudos. Like, he's terrible mm. and wonderful, and he's just as destructive as the Mudos. Mm. He doesn't care what he's doing when he's fighting them and who he's knocking over and who he's killing. Mm-hmm. But he's also supposed to be the good guy. And I was like he's just as terrible as the Mudos the only thing he's trying not to do is overpopulate the world with himself <laughs> it's all like I'm a lonely old bachelor my lady died from these parasites <laughs> Die, winches <laughs> you killed my woman
3: is that oh that's, I didn't realize that, that's what the implication he came was.
1: back he came back oh, God.
3: Killed. so it's a revenge movie that's yeah. what is. Godzilla is okay.
1: old man Godzilla had to get his revenge <laughs> <laughs> Sad and lonely. Uh, go back to the depths of the ocean. Also, this, does it freak you out to think that something that big could could live in the ocean? It does me. Well,
0: that's and the thing I think about it's
1: amazing.
0: I mean, we haven't even hit the bottom of the ocean
3: floor in some areas.
1: I know, and people say <clears throat> Nessie doesn't exist. Like you don't know? Have you been down to the bottom of the Marianas Trench?
3: Yes. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow, you're very <laughs> three dimensional. <laughs> pretty sure you would have been crushed to a tiny tiny little
3: pebble. I came back I you little... got better I...
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry man. we're getting it
0: Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Francisco and Christy. I know I enjoyed uh, talking with them. It was a lot of fun. Again, like I said, tomorrow we'll have the rest of this episode where we're going to be discussing some of the spiritual implications uh, that we got out of Godzilla from 2014. That being said, speaking of kaijus and monsters and stuff like that, I encourage you guys to head over to redbubble.com and check out Celeste and I's t-shirts. They, it's, uh, I believe on the website it's called Kwai Kaiju wants a taco, just type in geek devotions. It pops up right away. And what it is, it's a cute little adorable kaiju, a little monster that I drew. And he's asking for a taco. You can have it in Japanese or English. Take your pick. And I'm going to tell you guys what I'm doing right now. Well, at least what I'm going to do. You see here locally in Shreveport, we have this wonderful place, a lovely establishment some of you may be familiar with called Taco Bueno. And this is not an endorsement for Taco Bueno. They're not paying me to do this. I just love Taco Bueno. And this is what's going to happen, guys, here in about a month or two, they're opening those doors. And on the day they open those doors, I'm going to pull out my Kaiju wants a taco t-shirt. I'm going to go down to Taco Bueno and I'm going to order myself a bob. Why? Because I love a bob. What's a bob? It's a big old burrito. That's what it's called. No kidding. And uh, why am I doing that? Because because I can, and I love tacos, and so do kaiju. So get yourself a Kaiju Wants a Taco t-shirt. Go to redbubble.com, search for Geek Devotions, and it pops up right there. That being said, thanks so much for taking time to listen to Com Talk today. If you love this episode, head over to iTunes, subscribe, rate, leave a review. It's all very much appreciated. So until next Sunday, well, at least until tomorrow's podcast, stay devoted, peace, and love.